you better prepare yourself. It's a hard sell. Guys, uh, if you want to reach us uh, on social media, we do have an Instagram, which is HiBuds, or you can email us at HiBuds.podcast.com. Uh, no, HiBuds at gmail. No, HiBuds.podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Um, <laughs> we'll give it a pause. It's, uh, it's HiBuds.podcast at gmail.com. Much better. Nice. Much better. Oh, God, I sounded so professional for like half a <laughs> you second. Did, you did so um, well. <laughs> Hi buds, welcome to the podcast. Today we're going to be doing a hard sell where I am going to attempt to sell um, the audience and Aaron on a topic that I've chosen for this week. Uh, before that, uh, we'll just do some introductions. My name is Chris. Uh, with me is Aaron. Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so together we're just going to... So Aaron doesn't know what topic I'm going to be discussing this week. Uh, shall I just get right into it? Yeah, go on. Just, just pull our breeches up. Let's, okay. let's get in. Uh, today, I'm going to sell you on... Well, you and I are going to sell the audience on role-playing games, and then I'm going to sell you more specifically on the evolution, which is LARPing. Okay, <laughs> okay nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, as we're all aware, role-playing games exist in varying shapes and sizes. So usually the sort of role-playing game that, like the first experience I had with role-playing games was stuff like Oblivion on Xbox and then later Skyrim and that sort of thing. Anything where you get to build a character, you figure out a character build and then you have a bit of more of an extension of that, I've always like thoroughly enjoyed. What would you say like is the first thing that comes to mind for you when you think like role-playing game? Um... That is a very, very good question. Because, um, because like you say, there are so many different kinds of role-playing games, aren't there? Um, but role-playing game for me, I would probably. I'm trying to think of the thing that gives you the most freedom. For me, for me, it will always be. Um, it. I suppose it still falls into the category. Um, you ever heard of Guild Wars? Yes, I know Guild Wars. It's an MMO, isn't it? Yeah, so it's an MMO, but when you, whenever someone says RPG, because it's the first ever like MMO RPG I ever played was Guild Wars. Um, I was fucking young. I was like nine or eight or nine, like playing that. Ridiculous. Um, that's what I think of first, usually. Guild Wars is old as hell, man. I remember I saw a news story ages ago, and it was about um, this dad who'd had his visitation rights taken away from his children, or had had them like severely restricted, so he was only allowed to see him like every other weekend. He used to go on Guild Wars and he'd play like with his kids on Guild Wars yeah. because he didn't have as much time to see them in real life. Yeah. And so then they had a really nice relationship just sort of like living through the game using it as a proxy, which was really nice. That is, isn't it? And like you hear stories about fucking like video games, especially like the, the kind of like multiplayer and RPG types where, and I'm sure we'll get into it a bit later on, the community aspect to these games is is really fucking nice, isn't it? Like, you, like I've, yeah, I always, I think I the always... community aspect is one of the things that a lot of games will try and emulate. Like things like Skyrim and Oblivion. Yeah. Where you talk to the NPCs, they want to make you feel like you're like the decisions you make affect the world around you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's really what they're trying to evoke out of the players, which oh, brings completely. us really yeah. nicely, actually, um, onto me explaining what I mean when I say LARPing. Um, so, LARPing is live action role playing. I don't know if anyone has ever seen the movie Role Models. It's sort of similar to the movie Role Models, if I'm honest with you. Um, it's essentially so 
the evolution I'd say from being like playing on like PlayStation, Xbox, that sort of thing would be something more similar like um, Dungeons and Dragons, mm. where you sit down at a table of other people, but you're actually interacting socially. There'll be a dungeon master in say like four people that you know, all sitting around a table playing characters. But then the decisions you make affect the world. There's interactions between your characters and everything else. It's a little more in depth and relies on more. You've got to understand social cues a little bit better and think outside the box because it's not as much of a linear experience. Mm. Uh, whereas something like LARPing, um, so to explain LARPing, it's very much, there's a company I'm going to be using as the framework for a lot of my explanations of what LARPing is. And that is a company called Empire LARP, I think is what they're called, or Profound yeah. Decisions. Uh, I've only ever been LARPing once, and that was at the request of one of my friends. Um, and it's essentially each year um, during the bank holidays, there'll be like a different sort of session on. And there's four a year. There's a spring, a summer, a winter, and an autumn. Though even the winter one only takes place in, I think, October. Mm. It's not like real winter, because no, otherwise that'd fucking suck. Because yeah. you essentially, you go to a place that's pre-designated, which is like a large campsite. Yeah. You'll have a section for in-character and a section for out-of-character. And in the section that's in-character, you can't, people can't see your phone. You can't carry any real-world currency. And you're not allowed to wear modern clothing. All the clothing you have to wear has to be... Not completely accurate reenactment stuff. It just has to look the part. So as long mm. as you like, you know, like it's not like you're not walking around in a fucking rough spin yeah, yeah, yeah. or something. Fuck that. But like you're getting stuff that looks like Elizabethan and you're getting stuff mm. that looks like old, maybe delicate. Depends the kind of character you want to play, that sort of thing. But each of these characters all fit into a different faction. And I think there's about six in total. And you can pick anything from like orcish barbarians to like viking warriors to more refined like italian i don't even know what was there you can like spanish conquistador types that sort of thing like yeah. there's different nations depending on the sort of thing that you fancy following into and yeah. then those nations interact with each other accordingly and the premise is that the larp event that you're going to is a collection of the nation's best and brightest and then you've been invited along as part of this extra sort of thing and then aside from that it's completely up to you what you do yeah so you can go around you talk to people you drink with people you do whatever but you can also get jobs and tasks and that sort of thing so within the framework of the actual game you can get a job as like like one player that plays it is selected as the emperor or the empress they'll get like a voting system everyone that i think they vote i don't i, I don't quote <laughs> me on that but they vote and then they join and then there's like a senate filled with politicians which are also yeah. elected and they pick about resource management and that kind of thing mm -hmm. and the overarching story is that your country's at war with another country and you've got to outthink them but each time the players make a decision it changes the entire course of events for everybody involved in it's more or less a festival and it, it, it affects everybody at the festival sure so it's a really, really interesting, heavily social dynamic that mm. makes it really enjoyable, I'd say. Okay. Yeah. Have you heard about LARPing much before? Um, only from what you've told me. I remember you, you told me a few stories before from this one that you went to, and I mean, I was, <laughs> I was so sold. You were telling me about the um, 
Yeah, I think it was it was orcs. Like, a, there's like an orc nation, and how yeah. they just like wrestle and shit. And I was like, fuck, man, if I was gonna go larping, I would just like because at one point because I think you were gonna go back and you were like oh man you should come and at one point I was like sold I was like looking at orc masks and everything and I was like I know what I want to do if I go there um, so because it's in character each of the nations have their own identity and you're given a brief that like when you're at home reading about it you can read what the brief is for your characters and then you have an idea of the sort of stuff that you want to buy the orc so the first night that you arrive is Friday night and Friday night isn't an official game night, which means you can wear anything that you want. So I remember when I turned up, all the orcs were in full makeup, but they were all wearing Hawaiian shirts. Yeah. And they were all dressed like it was like a sort of like aloha kind of pool party. Yeah. Um, and over at their thing, they were serving cocktails, which you... Oh, there's like an in-game currency, which is actually real metal, and it's printed metal coins that you can make more of or lose more of. And then with the currency, you can buy things like... You can buy food whilst you're at the event, or you can buy like alcohol whilst you're at the event with the in-game money. You can use real money as well, like food trucks nearby and that sort of thing. But the cool thing about the in-game money is if you have a character that's like, I met a couple of them, it was strange. Um, you'll meet people who like in the game are outrageously successful. They've yeah. either like, there's like an in-game sort of business as well, mm. where you like buy and sell things. If you game the system on that, like one chap managed to sell I forget what it is. They're called like the boss or something, and they're like a council of merchants. Yeah. And if you have a boss seat, you're allowed to accumulate more resources than everyone else. They're like an aristocracy kind of thing. Yeah. One chap sold his boss seat to an uh, boss seat to a new player, um, and after he'd managed to sell his boss seat to them, he was um, he'd like convince them like, oh, you just give me half of everything you get, and then he managed to do that with like four other people. So he was making like an insane amount of money more than anyone else so yeah. then he could just like it was free drinks free food the entire time he was at the event fucking awesome like that's yeah, super yeah. neat yeah. but like in, in like the middle of the orcs camp they've got like um, a fighting pit yeah where it was just you turned up you took your shirt off and then you wrestled in some mud it was very fun really over the top and ridiculous but people yeah, really yeah. get into their characters I think yeah I mean I, I, I love storytelling and role playing and and that's like my favourite part of, say, games. I've never played D and D. Surprisingly, it's it's more the case of just never a time or place more than anything. I think um, yeah. it's something that I know I could get into because I like I think about that kind of stuff all the time, and I'm like, fuck, like that'd be a really good idea for like a character and stuff like that. It's one um, of those things that's a bit of a nightmare to organise. I think with D and D, like because yeah. you've got to get people who are like as interested in something like that as you are. Yeah. So whereas I suppose someone like like me and you already would be like, okay, sold and set, it wouldn't take very long convincing whatsoever. Yeah. I think I would struggle to sell a lot of people I know on playing D and D. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's an easy time, and LARPing even more so. That's the difficulty, is it? And I've always found like, because you can find just random groups that you can do it with, and that's fine. But there's something not there's it's something not the nice, same, isn't it, about doing it with people you know. Dude, if you could hang out with your buds and you just have a few beers and get a load of snacks in and then just have an evening playing D&D, it'd be rad as fuck. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's like... I remember... When... Um... Oh, you go first, you go first. Uh, I remember back when I was at university, I joined the Dungeons & Dragons Society and that was my first ever experience playing D&D. &D. Yeah. Before that, I'd gotten... You and I had been playing a lot of board games... Yeah, um, I was literally like about to say about the group at university where we played like 
what were the top ones? Dead by Winter. Yeah, um, Dead by Winter was big. Z Pocket. It was a lot of zombie ones at first, was it? Then we branched out a, a little lot. Bit. That's what was popular at the time, though, wasn't it? Yeah. It was like it was all zombie games at the yeah. time. Um, and yeah, from all that experience playing tabletop games, I was like, okay, I'm ready to try something a bit different. I tried mm. into D and D. I got put with a group of people that I really got along with, and we had yeah. a great time. But I think that's half the battle, is making sure that you have a good, friendly group. Yeah. Because it yeah. only takes like one person to sort of like put a bit of a damper on it, but you never know if that's going to be the case. Because I don't think it's even like the case in the majority of circumstances. You just don't know till you turn up. Yeah, it, 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 it's funny, isn't it? Like, you'll never know until the, the time. Because my... Um... My my girlfriend's group of friends all play D and D. She doesn't play it, but everybody else does. And I know that they've got a person that they play, and they're all friends in life. But they've got a person that's insufferable whilst playing D and D. Like he he. That's what it was like with my group as well. He he's like um, apparently he wants to. I don't know if you've you've ever had this before, but he um he's he's what they call like a main character. So he's made he's made. Oh, two- dude, that was the same as ours. Yeah, yeah. So, like, so like he's got his, he's got his one main character that he always wants to be the centre of attention. But then he decided that that wasn't enough. So he somehow managed to create a second character, and they've let him do it. So now he now he role plays two characters in their session. That's dumb. That sounds like just a lack of control. I'd say. Yeah, yeah. You, I think you've got to shut that no. shit down, haven't you? Like you've got you've got to say yeah, that you can but play the new mind. one. But I'll put it to you this way: Do you want to run a D and D game? Um, I'd like to run a D and D game, but I, like, I, I want to like, I, okay, I would need. That's not the, the answer I was expecting. I was okay. expecting you to say no. Uh, because okay. what I wanted to make a point of was running a D and D game is fucking difficult, man. Because you never yeah. get to play really. You're yeah. setting things up, and you do get to play a little bit, and you run like the mobs of enemies and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, if your villain gets killed, no one feels bad for you. It's yeah. just your big villain's dead, and now you have to make a new one. It's annoying. Yeah. Yeah. So like being the dungeon master isn't great, but then let's add on top of that you have like a friend that you've known for a long time. Yeah. Is being weird in the game. Like they've got main character syndrome where they yeah, want to make yeah. everything about them or they yeah. want to be like winning every situation. I'd hate to bring that up. <laughs> it's it's like it's, it's, trying it's to a have a conversation, conversation with someone about that. Oh yeah. god. That's cringe. Be like, dude, this is just a game. Chill out. The, the trouble with it is as well I because the thing is I would struggle with that conversation with somebody if if I didn't know them I'd struggle because it's like they're a random I don't really I don't like that kind of confrontation I'd struggle again yeah. if I'm quite good friends with them I think the perfect medium would be this is an associate if I had someone that I knew we had a, we'd hung out a couple of times and then they were being weird I could be like look man like we get on you can't do that <laughs> like that's my perfect middle but like it's an uncomfortable it conversation to have which is why like I can picture like you know that dude has two characters yeah. I'm not that surprised because who the fuck wants to be there why are you doing that what is yeah, going on yeah, yeah, what are yeah. you be like, yeah. It'd be like oh like you... I can imagine I don't know how that conversation went because I'm not really asked that much but I can imagine the way I would conduct that conversation I'd be like but are you sure that you could like play two characters like well enough? Like you know, it's a bit much. Like, I would really try and put them off that way, and it wouldn't work because main character syndrome. I remember like when we used to play in our group. It was fine to be honest. That even the dude who had main character syndrome, it wasn't a problem most of the time. It was just little things like if someone developed something where like they wanted to lead into it as their character backstory. Like we had one yeah. dude who was like a priest or something, 
Yeah. And like, so he kept taking tongues off of things because his god was like a god of lies or something. And yeah. then the other guy, main character dude, comes in and he starts everything he kills from that point on. He'll cut its head off and he'll offer it to this god that he's just made up. Ugh. And so that way, no one else can use anything that's in the head. So it was like, okay, fine. If you really want to do that, you carry on doing that. And then there was another yeah. time where like, he spent like an entire session and they did a flashback on his like history with his dad for like four hours or three hours or something. I wasn't there for that session, thank fuck. But everyone else was just sitting around the table whilst this dude um, talked about his imaginary dad. That's <laughs> so hours. nobody else got to do anything. <laughs> no one got to do shit. The story barely moved, barely moved. Because what had happened was, so like our first ever session he was playing as like, um, a tiefling bard or something, something like that. And he'd already said in the chat, I want to be a bard, no one else should be the bard. It's like, okay, fine. So after the first session, his bard didn't work as well mechanically as he thought it was going to in his head. But what he knows now is that we're traveling to an island full of orcs. Yeah. And we've just fought these two people called Inquisitors. So his next character comes back the next session. His first character will pretend he never existed. He's just left. He left behind all his valuables and was like, I'm going to walk off into the sunset. But yeah. his new character's just arrived. His new character used to be an Inquisitor, oh, and okay. he's also an Orc. Uh, <laughs> so, like, yeah. the next island we went to, he was like, every challenge that came up, he was like, I'll do it. These are my people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's It was just stupid. Um, the thing is, it depends how you take it, because, like, Something like that is just... Like, when you see it in person as well, that's absurd. Mm. Like, you don't understand what the game is about. But because of that, it's kind of funny. I don't know. I think there's a humour in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but in terms of LARPing and that kind of thing, it's really interesting how they try and, like... The same way they do with D&D, they really try and force the... Um, they want you to feel like what you're doing has an effect on the rest of the game. So they'll yeah. introduce like little temptations and that kind of thing. Like I remember they introduced some kind of drug in like one of the previous games where it was like, if you did this drug, it gave you like a stat increase in like mm -hmm. these different areas. Yeah. And so then they had like for an entire season, they had like a big drug epidemic going over yeah. the game and that kind of thing. Yeah. Just like cool little things that they add in to make like the social experience more interesting. And then yeah. at the same time, you've got like all the low, like there's hundreds of people or thousands of people that go to this like LARP thing. Yeah. yeah and yeah. they've all come up with their own characters individually, with their mm. own backstories individually. And then you have this intermingling. Mm. It's really neat, man. It's really neat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and then you've got like all these like old fashioned, like medieval bell tents made out of canvas. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not allowed to have like regular waterproof materials, has to be canvas, has to oh, be really? raised with like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what did you do then? They're strict, man. Um, so me and my friend bought a tent from Asda. Yeah. And we were in the non-player character area. Oh, okay, the I see. The issue is, the tent we bought from Asda didn't have any guide ropes. It was a piece of shit. At one point, it was like kind of stormy on the evening. Yeah. Like really windy. And the whole tent was like bending. Yeah. So it was like over my face. Like the whole tent was leaning to the side. Yeah. I made friends with this dude quite early on who had his own tent in the out-of-character area, but it was like an in-character tent. Mm. And it was like, it was a massive bell tent, and then in the middle was like a big sort of like copper or brass pole that collapsed. So that was to lift at the top. Honestly, I could stand full height inside this dude's tent. Really? He had a stove in there. 
Yeah, he had a stove with a wood-burning fireplace. Oh my god, that must have cost so much. Oh, dude, he yeah, he was like it cost like a couple of grand, something like that. He had like a wood-burning fire inside his tent with a chimney that came out the top. It was a bitch to fold away, but he was like, yeah, you can stay here with me if you fold it away at the end of the if you help me fold it away at the end of the um, weekend, you can stay in here. So like, I remember it was like late at night. I'd been, because I'd been drinking with this dude like heavily. We'd, I'd met yeah. him down the pub. Yeah. Um, and it turned out he was like working for some kind of ambassador. Yeah. Uh, at the event. And sure. the dude he was working for was some kind of like big ambassador big week. But the nice thing is because of that, he had loads of in-character money. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I don't think I had to buy a drink for the rest of the time I was there because I was hanging around with this entourage of fantasy dudes. It was That's really cool. strange. It yeah, was the yeah, most yeah. surreal experience. But it really rewards you for putting yourself out there socially. Mm. For just going out on your own and talking to people and doing shit, you can have a really good time and you can get a lot out of it. It sounds good, man. And I bet you like being, if you're fairly social, out of that it puts you a good head above everybody else for that part of it, right? So, like, um, The, based on... I mean, you can picture what it's like there. Yes, right? I, I, I mean, have an image know, in my head. You know who's going to be attracted to it. And so, yeah. because of that, there's certain rules that you should follow. There's official rules, and then there's unofficial rules. I'll yeah. tell you a little bit about the unofficial rules. Um, I met a few guys whilst I was there. Um, and, like, honestly, bear in mind, I... The biggest disclaimer I can give anyone who's interested in LARPing, if you're interested in anything that I mentioned, um, it costs a lot. It's yeah. expensive. Because, um, of course, you've got to get like a period-accurate costume. And there's places you can go. I can't remember any of them. It's been quite a few years since I went. But there's like you can find them very easily online. But you're going to end up spending, like, if you want to dress nice, like, uh, the thing is, like, I always wanted to be, like, a JoJo character. Yeah. Like, I wanted to go there and dress like I was, like, covered in pearls and, like, yeah, really yeah, yeah. fancy boy with, like, yeah. a beret and shit. That's yeah, the kind sure. of, like, vibe I wanted to go for. Um, like, you're going to end up spending, like, 200 quid on clothing. And yeah. then there's battles over the weekend as well, where, like, basically half, they'll split Faction by faction, they'll split the entire... Everyone who's turned up in half. One half has to dress up as orcs on the Saturday and fight against the other half in an organised battle. And then the other half does the same on the day after. So they yeah. have to put on a mask if you've been in the battle. But it means that you do get these large-scale sort of offensives. I'll be honest, those were fun and all. Those aren't what I'd go to LARP for. I'd yeah. go to LARP for the social aspect as opposed to the battle. The battle's yeah. whatever. It's here and there. But I'm not that kind of character, really. I'm not that kind of player. I'm not that fucked about it. Do you have to fight in the battle? You don't have to. It's up to you. And the thing is, if your character, like, let's say you make all these social ties and that kind of thing, what yeah. happens if your character dies? So they've got this religion called the Way, which is like mm -hmm. a labyrinth. Um, and when you die, your character, your soul works its way through the labyrinth and then yeah. comes out on the other side. And when it comes out on the other side, it comes out as a different character that you've made, but that's how they explain that your face looks the same, okay. even though you're a different person. Yeah. But none of your social relationships persist. Once okay. you're dead and you come back in, like you have to wear like a different costume and shit to show that you're a different character. <laughs> Once you're dead and you come back, all the people you've met and all the progress you've made is gone. Because you're a new person. You can't leave anything behind. Sure. So, battle is risky. 
Okay, yeah. yeah that, just sound. that also makes it quite fun, because it feels like permadeath. Yeah, yeah. If, you, if you're like, oh, like if I go it, you'll, you'll, you'll be a lot less... Yeah, it's a gamble. Liberal. Yeah, 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 sure. Yeah, it's a big risk, but then it also could be like, bear in mind you're playing like a medieval character, it could be a big part of who you want to play. Mm. Um, but the rule that, like, so these guys are wearing like, they're all wearing like fur, like mm. actual fur. Like they were wearing yeah. like big fur overcoats. Like like they were granted they were playing for like a faction called Wintermark, but they're dressed like they're from Game of Thrones. Yeah. You know? um, and I remember like I was sitting around, we were having a few drinks. They were talking to me about it, and they were like, "Don't sleep with anyone at LARP." Yeah. Full stop. They were like, "Don't do it. It's not worth it." I was like, "How come?" Because I'll be honest, there's quite a lot of attractive people there, and everyone's just having a good time, having a few drinks, having yeah. a decent time. They were like, no, don't do it. There's a lot of nutters here. Yeah. And you can't yeah. tell who they are. And I yeah. was like, oh, I don't know about that. And then they started telling me stories. So there was one dude who went out. Um, he'd met this girl. They'd been having a nice time throughout most of the day doing the lot. They'd had like an in-character sort of like getting along and that kind of thing. And in character, they're having a bit of a romance. Yeah. Um, but out of character, like they're still just regular people when they yeah, go yeah. home. It's not a huge deal, you know? Sure. Um, he saw it that way she didn't see it that way um, long story short at one point he was like I think it was the second day <laughs> he'd been turned off a bit by this girl wasn't interested in talking to her carried on went about his own business and then went to sleep at night and then woke up in his tent in the middle of the night and the girl was like in his tent standing yeah. up like over <sighs> his bed in his tent Fucking terrifying. Fucking terrifying. And then there's a lot of, like, accusations that get thrown around as well. So, like, oh, if you do like, have... Oh, uh, 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 like, um... She yeah, said... Like, exactly. Yeah. yeah, he said, she said. Yeah. He did this when no one else was around. She did that when no one else was around. And no one knows if it's true or not. Because mm. no one... It's weird. Just don't. Just don't. It's totally not worth it. If you're going to do it and you meet someone, it's only a weekend... Yeah. Fucking keep it in your pants for a weekend and then organise something in real life if you're desperate to. But I do not recommend doing shit in an event. So Definitely not. with you knowing that... So let's say you know that knowledge, right? I want to put this to you, right? So knowing that yeah. knowledge, you're at LARP, right? And you know, don't fuck anybody at LARP. Smoking hot, yeah. babe, right? You're getting on with her and she wants to bang you in your tent out of character. Would you do it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> yeah, man. No, no hesitation. Bear in mind, like the way I play the game, and the way a lot of people, a lot of people go there to get jobs. Like they go there to like play the game, and like, like there was one dude. So me and the, I met this other guy on the first day there, and he was from Ireland. Really yeah. nice guy, easy to get along with. What he wanted out the game was different to what I wanted out the game. Yeah. He got a job, so he he went around checking all the jobs list, and he found out that there was a job position going for Northern Trade Ambassador, and we'd made friends with this benefactor at our faction called the League, which was mm. like all beret-wearing Italians. Yeah. And he applied for this job as Northern Trade Master, and no one else had applied for it. And bear in mind, this is like his first ever event. We see a big opportunity here, so like all of a sudden my boss, who some dude who's suddenly become my boss on day one, is like, okay, he's like used loads of favours to get votes from loads of people who owe him favours to vote this kid in, so he gets his job as a northern trade master. Yeah. And because of that he ends up making loads of money. But because of that, he's also got to do like work, he has to go around doing surveys on shit and that kind of thing. It's boring. Yeah. Whereas I am there, I'd filled up a hit flask with apple vodka and Fanta yeah. lemon. 
Yeah. And I'm just walking around the event, talking to people, sitting down at campfires, drinking. Oh, do you want some of my cocktail? Like, I was getting shit-faced. I was getting absolutely wasted. Yeah. So yeah. whilst he's off, like, sorting out his career prospects, I'm hanging out at the pub with this dude who turned out to be the Yarmish ambassador. And that's the one who was like, oh, you can stay in my big-ass tent yeah. if you help me pack it away at the end. So, like... There's different ways to play the game, but I'm definitely harder on the social element. I'm not fucked about... Like, I work when I'm... For money. For real money. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. I spend the real money. I come here. I'm not working here as well. You can fuck off. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I begrudge it. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> it would be something that I would love for me and you to do. But, like, I... Because th- I, would, I would definitely want to be in a probably a different faction to you. Like, we'd have to pretend to not know each other at the start. <laughs> in character and that'd work um, oh man I mean, we... I'll be honest man if you're ever interested in doing it I'll go again in a heartbeat the issue for me was like it was back when I was a student yeah. at university yeah, I yeah, didn't yeah. have a lot of money and it's yeah. difficult to do on a budget Yeah. if you cut out the fighting it's a lot cheaper because now you don't have to pay for shields and swords and shit like foam shields and swords which you're never ever going to have another chance to use if you yeah. just buy the clothing you can probably get there for like 150 quid. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wouldn't be oh, too bad. Um, but then you've got to buy your tickets on top. If it's your first ever time getting a ticket, you can get it a bit cheaper. But like, tickets are expensive. How expensive? What are we talking? Um, shall I Google it? Shall we find out? Yeah, yeah, man. I, I mean, definitely, like, I mean, when it's COVID, so it will be far in the future. But it's definitely something that I'd consider doing, man. Because, yeah, I mean, I was sold instantly. Because <laughs> I was like, this just sounds real real fun but I imagine it'd be so much more fun to like kind of do it with each other I think we'd have a really good time like the thing is if you get like if you're into drinking I think we'd have a great time like because you just get a little bit shit faced and you have like a good laugh yeah here we are booking okay Uh, have a guess how much do you think it costs so what I've got an option for you you've got an open ticket which is valid at any event yeah. Uh, the spring equinox, the summer solstice, or the yeah. autumn equinox. Those are June, July, and September. Yeah. Um, what? Uh, how much do you think it is? I reckon the opens two hundred quid for a single event that's specific. I reckon about hundred. Seventy pounds. Okay. For all of them. Oh, nice. That's... So you could get an open ticket now and use it at any event you wanted. That's awesome, um, man. The cool thing about them doing the seasonal events. I feel like I'm doing an ad now. Um, the cool thing about them doing the seasonal events is depending on what time it is different factions will have different events because of yeah, course like sure. they want to emphasise that they're different countries Yeah. so like in October there's a country called the League which is the one I liked where it's a little bit um, somewhere between like Roman and French it's all about okay. culture and everyone has to wear masks like half face theatre masks like Phantom of the Opera oh yeah like masquerade kind um, of things yeah, exactly. Sure. And so everyone has like a public face and a private face, and that's like a big part of the culture. Well, there's like um, in October, there's a grim like in Halloween, there's a grim reaper that walks around the event for autumn. Yeah. Um, and if he sees you not wearing a mask, your character dies instantly on the spot. Oh, okay. So like one of the nights on the event, you just you have to have like people will be like whispering to each other like, oh, avoid this area at this time unless you're covering your face yeah, and you yeah. either pick it up through word of mouth or you don't know about it and your character dies oh okay awesome no, yeah I mean I mean, it, it's, it just sounds fun man it sounds like like taken away I, I probably would like fight just because why not but the, the I like didn't you say, think the, you were going to say fight then I was like oh, oh okay 
<laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> um, but the social aspect, the social aspect of it, um, sounds awesome. And I think, I think, I think me and you can have a lot of fun with that. Dude, it's a really good time. I do recommend it. Um, I recommend trying it out once, see what you think of it. It depends what... Uh, the one I went to was called Empire LARP, for yeah. anyone listening. Um, but there are other events. However, bear in mind the sort of people that LARP attracts. Unless you've heard about an event or you've done your research, be careful where you get tickets for, because some of them can be a little bit weird. Yeah. Um, just be aware. Yeah. But it's cool shit, man. It's a lot of fun. Uh, would you say I've sold you on laughing then? You've sold me on laughing. Uh, I mean, you've sold me even more now. I was, I was like, like semi-sold, and now I'm at a point where I'm like, fuck, I'll do that. All right, I'd say that's a successful episode of Hard Sell. <laughs> uh, is there anything you want to add on to the end of it, or any questions you wanted to ask me about laughing? Um, no, I think you've done a real good job with that. I'm just like, yeah, into it. All right, nice. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, catch you on the next one. Bye. What's the